I'm Grinnell Scott, Fox News Radio, New York, and we're spending a few moments with one of Major League Baseball's greatest, three-time world champion, twice as a player with the Yankees, once as a manager with the Reds, three-time manager of the year with Seattle and the Chicago Cubs, and he also has a new book out titled Lou, 50 Years of Kicking Dirt, Playing Hard, and winning big in the sweet spot of baseball. And if you've seen Lou Pinella or watched him play at all, you know that's a very apt title. Lou Pinella joins us here at Fox News Radio. Lou, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Well, we'll get to the book in, in, a, in a few minutes, but we're about a month and a half into the, the baseball season this year. And do you still get the same kind of anticipation now as you did as a player? Does that ever go away? It doesn't really go away, but uh, what I miss the most is the competition. Uh, the rest of it, not quite as much. But listen, I, I, I've been impressed so far with uh, a lot of teams uh, uh, here early in the season. Uh, the Yankees, for instance, they have a nice young team, and that kid in right field. Judge, he can powder river that baseball. Houston, Houston's got a nice young team also on the field. And the National League, uh, the Nationals are playing awfully well. So it should be a fun, fun season of baseball. And uh, I look forward to uh, uh, seeing who comes on top. You know, they say they say this about certain teams in certain leagues, maybe the Cowboys in football, maybe the Lakers and the Knicks in basketball, but they say Major League Baseball is always better when the Yankees are good. Do you, do I you agree find that? With you. I agree with you totally. Uh, it's a big market team. Uh, it's a team of uh, a lot of uh, history and, and tradition, uh, winning. And there are Yankee fans all over the country. And uh, when the Yankees are playing well, uh, people come out to the ballpark uh, and uh, – uh, this year, the Yankees have a very, very uh, young and, and talented team. Uh, uh, Girardi uh, is doing a wonderful, wonderful job, he and his coaches. And uh, uh, I saw him play in Cincinnati about uh, 10 days ago, mm-hmm. and I came away highly, highly impressed. Now, you, you mentioned Cincinnati, and I believe you're – you're still involved with baseball. I mean, this this is by no means anything that's saying uh, you're done with baseball. You're still involved. Tell us what you're doing now. I just do a little consulting for the Reds. Uh, Bob Castellini, the owner, uh, Walt Jockerty, uh, Dick Williams. Uh, uh, you know, I evaluate their young players. Uh, also uh, help with the manager and the coaching staff on uh, certain strategies and so forth. And and once in a while, the owner will have me do a little corporate work for him. So it keeps my hand uh, in the game a little bit. Uh, but I only do it uh, five or six days a month. Uh, I watch the, uh, uh, the the games on TV and, and, and so forth. But uh, Listen, uh, baseball has been an integral life, uh, a part of my life for so, so many years, over 50 years. Uh, you know, I, I still enjoy watching it. Uh, and, and speaking of that, and, and you led me right into my next question, because as, as someone who has been involved in baseball as a player, as a manager, as a consultant, as a broadcaster, can you ever grab a beer and a sandwich, sit in front of a TV and enjoy a baseball game, first pitch to final out, just sort of as a fan? Can you really do that? That's what I do now. Uh, And I I block out the fact, well, if I was managing this game, what would I be doing? I I don't allow myself doing that. Uh, I I like to watch a game with my kids, uh, my friends, and uh, just watch the talent. Uh, I, I like to see how hitters are being pitched. I like to see the strategy that the managers are using. Uh, I like to see uh, how, how, how pitchers uh, uh, are, are, are pitching to both sides of the plate. Stuff that maybe the normal fan wouldn't be thinking of, but at the same time something that I could really, really enjoy. And, and there are a lot, a lot of talented players at today's game. And the game is, is probably 
prospering. Uh, uh, I, I, I think this year, for whatever reason, I have the sneaky suspicion that uh, they've tightened the ball up a little bit and it's flying around. <laughs> but you know what? I think offense is good. People go to the ballpark and they don't want to see two to one ball games all the time. They want to see some runs scored. Yeah. So the the balls are flying out of the ballpark pretty good this year, and, and these kids are big and strong. You you also strike me as a guy who wants to be at the ballpark, sitting in, sitting in the seat behind the dugout and, and and enjoying it with the fans. Yeah, I enjoy the game. I really do. Uh, you know, it, it, it's hard for me to sit at a major league stadium with, with everybody because. I, 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 I don't want to sound pompous, but I'd be asking for autographs, you know. So, uh, But, yeah, I, I, look, uh, baseball is, uh, I, since a kid, uh, growing up in Tampa, Florida, I, I dreamed of, of, of playing in the big leagues. And, and uh, I used to go to all the spring training games there in Tampa when the Reds were there and the Chicago White Sox. And, and then I got an opportunity out of college to, to go into the into professional baseball. And I labored for about five full seasons in the minors. And I wasn't sure I was ever going to get that opportunity. But it worked out because I got to the big leagues at uh, age 24, actually turned 25, oldest rookie of the year in the American League. And then I played for 17 years or 17 and a half years. So I got it in at the tail of my career. All right. I, I want to get to the book because uh, it's it's an interesting book. Uh, again, the title, Lou, 50 Years of Kicking Dirt, Playing <laughs> Hard, and Winning Big in the Sweet Spot of Baseball. And this is the second book you've had a hand in, in writing. And we we want the people to go out and get the book and read it and enjoy it. But what what did you want people to to take from this book? Uh, is it more than just the stories, or what do you want people to get yeah, out of it? Legacy for my for my kids and 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 for my grandkids. Uh, also, the fact uh, I wanted to, to, to the fans to, to to know how much I enjoyed it, uh, how uh, fortunate I've been uh, that that uh, God gave me the health and the ability to play as a player, and, and then that uh, an owner like Mr. Steinbrenner would take a, a, a chance on me and, 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 and embark me on a managing career. Uh, and, and and tell some funny stories. Uh, it, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a it's a book that uh, you're gonna laugh a lot with. And uh, uh, and 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 I I enjoyed every moment of it. Uh, but the legacy part of it is what was important to me. Um, is it cathartic at times when you look back at your career in baseball? Is that cathartic for you at all? Does it bring back some? Maybe not so pleasant memories. It does. It really does. I uh, that was the hardest part of, of doing this book. It really because it reminded me of things I didn't want to remind myself of. I no question. Uh, you always want to remember the good things and tell the good things. But yeah, when you when you when you have to dig deep and, and talk about things that uh, you probably would have done a little different mm -hmm. uh, or handled a little different, uh, and now you got to uh, go over them again. It, no, it, it it it's hard. It really was. You have so many stories and have interacted with so many people in your career. I'm going to, th I'm going to throw out a, a, a few names and uh, just give me a little bit uh, of what you thought about uh, uh, some of these people okay. as you've run across them. And, and I'll start with uh, someone in Seattle who uh, many people have seen as uh, one of the great players in Major League history, Ken Griffey Jr. The best player I ever managed, period. Uh, just a wonderful, wonderful young man. He played outfield with a reckless abandon. I used to tell him all the time, Junior, you're going to hurt yourself. Watch that wall. We need you in the lineup. The game of baseball needs you on the field. Uh, he says, boy, he says, I go after everything I feel I can catch. Uh, what a wonderful young man. I uh, love playing the game. Uh, played center field like one of God's angels. Uh, could hit uh, – 
a, a, a ball. I remember going to spring training and seeing him my first year that I managed him. Mm-hmm. He'd hit these tiring fly balls, and they'd carry out of these ballparks in Arizona. I said, boy, the, it's got to be the light air. <laughs> it's got to be the light air. And, oh, then we start the season, and we go to Detroit, and then we go to Toronto, and then we're in Seattle. We're, and these same balls are going to the upper decks. And it took me very, very little time to recognize the talent that this young man. He could hit. He could hit for power. He could run. And the one thing about it is he enjoyed playing the game. And that's the best part about yes, that. Yes, sir. In Cincinnati, you had the uh, opportunity to uh, to work for one of the more infamous names in baseball, uh, Marge Shot. Yeah, Marge was different. There's no question. But you know, to this day, she's the only woman that's ever won a world championship in, in Major League Baseball. Yeah, she was totally different from Mr. Steinbrenner. No question. Uh, but I'll tell you this: she treated me well. She she let me do my job. Uh, she was a little tight with the money. She didn't want to <laughs> really uh, 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 spend too much of it. But, uh, look, I was there three years with her, and uh, we won a world championship together. And uh, she was generous. I mean, she, 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 she would give to the Children's Hospital a lot in Cincinnati, also uh, to the zoo. And she had these four St. Bernards that she yes. would bring to the ballpark all the time. She was a character, but, uh, listen, uh, she treated me well, and I've always uh, thought, well over for that. I always remember the stories of Shotzi. Uh, yeah, coming to the sh- oh yeah, all these Shotzi stories, no question. <laughs> a couple of Yankees I do want to bring up, and, and uh, I heard you talk about uh, very fondly about Derek Jeter, who was just a wonderful on the player weekend. and a wonderful human being. Really, I, look, I, I didn't like him, truthfully, when I managed against him. Uh, this guy could do everything on the field to beat you. And hell, uh, you know, one of the things that I was as a manager, as I was as a player, is very, very competitive. I didn't like losing. Uh, but this guy could beat you with his glove. He could beat you with his legs. He could beat you with his arm. He could beat you with his legs. I mean, with his bat. Uh, and and now that I've been out of baseball for about uh, six years, I get a chance to see him over at the golf course in Tampa, Avila. <laughs> and I we, we, we chat and talk. And what a wonderful young man. I mean, he's, uh, he's intelligent. Uh, look, I hope that uh, he and Jeb Bush uh, buy the Marlins. I really do. Jeff can do the business part of it, and 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 Derek the baseball part of it. Uh, although I think Derek's done pretty well with his money, also. Uh, yeah, and the day they gave him here in New York uh, the other night, retiring his jersey, very apropos and very classy. And uh, you know what I like about Derek too? He's got some humility about him. Absolutely. Um, another Yankee captain. I I want to. Uh, take you back to uh, I've I've always been fond of catchers uh, all through Major League history Johnny Bench uh, Carlton Fisk the late Gary Carter but one you were associated with uh, and we lost way too soon was Thurman Thurman Munson and uh, you were very close to him August 2nd 1979 yeah I remember that day uh, very vividly Uh, got the call uh, from Mr. Steinbrenner Uh, he was hysterical on the phone uh, uh, telling us that uh, uh, my wife and I, that Thurman had just died in a plane crash, and boy, uh, just total, total devastation. In fact, I was actually mad at him because uh, uh, we had told him, get rid of that citation. I used to fly with Thurman when he mm-hmm. had the beach, Beechcraft Baron, and I used to enjoy it. Good pilot. Loved flying. He really did. He was a good pilot. He, it was just a freak accident. But listen, uh, Thurman was a heck of a player. Uh, tough as nails. I was a good leader. He was a captain of our baseball team, called a good game, uh, a good hitter. 
played, uh, stitched up. Uh, uh, yeah. And if you didn't know him, you'd say, well, you know, he's a little gruff. But truthfully, when you got to know him, he'd give you the shirt off his back. Big heart. A nice family. Uh, it's a shame that he died so soon because there's no question in my mind uh, that he would be joining uh, these other guys that you mentioned as, as, as Hall of Fame catchers. And, and I think uh, knowing, the, 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 knowing him well uh, and his love for the game of baseball, that he would have been a heck of a manager if he had chose to. Do you, as a manager, did you always gravitate to the to, to catchers? Were they sort of the quarterbacks on the field? There? I think the catcher, the catcher, nothing happens without the catcher putting his fingers down. That's where it all starts. If you have a good young or a good catcher that that can handle a pitching staff, uh, uh, that knows the opposing hitters, uh, that knows how to call a good ball game, you're way way ahead of the game, and uh, uh, and and that's exactly what. Uh, what Thurman did when 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 uh, when when he caught and and then when the Yankees had these great teams here, Posada did a, a likewise mm-hmm. good job there too. So uh, you need a good catcher, you really do. Uh, a, a catcher that uh, that 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 takes pride in calling a good game and and and, and handling a pitching staff because without good pitching and 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 uh, you're not going to win. Let me put on your uh, analyst's hat for a quick second. When you when you think of baseball over the years, what's the biggest difference but difference between players then and now? Uh, well, they get paid a lot more money now. <laughs> that's true. Uh, that, that's probably the, the biggest at, difference. Work ethic. Kind uh, of? I think I, no. The players today work. Uh, you know, I I think I think uh, one of the things that that I would do a little differently if if I were directly involved. Uh, I, I think I would curtail some of the work that they do in the offseason. I, I, I think they get back to with the personal trainers and strength coaches and everything way too quick. They, and, and, and you're seeing more and more injuries, more and more people on, on, on the disabled list. When, when I played, there weren't that many uh, 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 players on disabled lists. I remember uh, a few years when I played here with the Yankees, we used 10 or 11 pitchers, 12 pitchers. And now uh, these teams can't get by without 18 or 20 or 22. It's uh, it's unbelievable. Uh, that 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 is one thing. Uh, the other thing uh, is is the fact that uh, uh, today's player, for whatever reason, I see these shifts. And you're coming up in the eighth or ninth inning down by a run or two. How about just slapping the ball the other way and getting on base and, and start a rally that way? You know, I, 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 I know in the era that I played, uh, there were no shifts. Uh, Ted Williams was probably the only player that teams shifted on way back then. But mm-hmm. the players today, they don't want to go the opposite field. They, they want to hit the ball for power. And, uh, uh, you know, there are more strikeouts, uh, there, there are more home runs, more more runs are scored with a home run ball than, than anything else. And uh, I guess maybe the agents are telling these guys, hey, look, you hit me 20, 22 home runs and driving 80 runs or so and hit 250, we're going to make you a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hearing the manager come out in you as you as you're talking. Any anything else rules wise you would would you would think about adjusting in the game? I would I would outlaw the shifts. I really would. I think they detract a little bit from the offense in, in, in baseball. And the reason I say that it takes away offense from you. Having three people on the same side of the field, 
second baseman playing in short right field, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, you know, uh, 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 the American public wants to see runs scored. They, 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 they want to see offense. Uh, they've done that in basketball. No, no, no zone defenses in the NBA. The, in hockey, they've, they've added rules to uh, add more scoring. Uh, uh, in football, they protect the quarterback so they can pass a little more. Uh, so uh, that, that's one thing that I, I would look at. Uh, uh, the, the other thing is, I don't like the replay. Uh, <laughs> no, get rid no, of the replay. I, I don't like the replay. And the re- Look, people come to the ballpark. They want to see a good manager-umpire confrontation from time to time. It adds excitement to the thing. It takes away from the personalities in the game. Uh, you know, the game of baseball is a game. It's not science. And you're not going to make it perfect. No matter how much you try to make it perfect, it's never going to be. Managers make mistakes. Coaches make mistakes. Players make mistakes. And, yes, umpires make mistakes. But I'll tell you this. If they, didn't, if they would have had the replay booths, uh, it would have saved me a hell of a lot of fine money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I, I, I did always want to ask a manager, why kick the dirt? I don't know. I don't know if it's frustration. <laughs> I, I really don't. I don't know. It's something that, uh, I, you know, I saw. Uh, I, I, I coached under Billy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Billy did it. Uh, I, I played for Earl Weaver. Uh, I remember Earl Weaver, Weaver did Weaver it. So it. I, had, I guess I had some good mentors on, in that regard. Uh, I, as, you know, but, you know, I managed, uh, what, uh, 23 years in the big leagues, and I played uh, 17 or so, let's say 40 years of, 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 of Major League Baseball. And I got kicked out of 63 games. So that's one and a half a year. Uh, that's not that much. The problem is I probably overdid it a little bit uh, when I did get thrown out. But uh, I don't know why. I don't know why the dirt. I, 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 no, I don't know. I, I, I guess I liked it when I saw these other guys do it. Yeah, it, it seemed to be effective. I mean, it, it got the umpire's attention, if, if nothing else. And at times, you know, the manager's responsibility was to, the team could get lethargic on you over 162 games, dog days of summer. Sure. you got to wake them up a little bit. So you go out there and you put on a, a little show, and it, 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 it picks at their tempo a little bit. Baseball still America's game to you? Ah, uh, you know what? I'd like to see more of our American kids playing the game of baseball. A lot of them have gravitated to uh, the NBA. Uh, they've gravitated to the National Football League. Uh, you know, uh, football is extremely, extremely popular all over. Uh, basketball is getting more and more popular. Uh, you know, baseball. I think it's still America's game, but we need to get our kids playing more baseball. I'll tell you what, maybe they should read the book and, and, and learn what it's like uh, to, to be a, a stalwart of the game and, and hear the stories of, uh, of Major League Baseball from a, a baseball legend. Uh, the, again, the title of the book, Lou, 50 Years of Kicking Dirt, Playing Hard, and Winning Big in the Sweet Spot of Baseball. Lou Pinella, thank you. Thank you so much. And you have been spending a few moments with Lou Pinella here at Fox News Radio. I'm Grinnell Scott, Fox News Radio. I'm Charles Payne. Listen to my Unstoppable Prosperity podcast so I can get you making money right now. Whether stocks are hitting new all-time highs or in free-fall mode, opportunities abound. So why are so many potential investors still sitting on the sidelines? In a new season of my podcast, I'm going to get you in the game. After 38 years on Wall Street, I'm ready to impart some lessons and get you invested in the greatest wealth-generating machine in history. Listen anytime, everywhere at foxbusinesspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. 
Listen to Fox News Podcast shows ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcast, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or follow wherever you get your podcasts.